0: Oh, hey. Um, Just doing a little reading. What's up with you? Do you wanna Do you wanna do a podcast? All right, let's get into it. Uh, the Stranger by Albert, I'm not going to pronounce it because I definitely will get it wrong, Camus. Camus. Um, my friend Sammy gave it to me uh, probably two years ago now, and um, I'm like, you know, four pages in, so any day now will be um, definitely right on track to finish it. Um, it's not because I don't want to, just that's how it is. Um, I have this crinkly thing in my pocket, I'm going to get it out because it's annoying already and we're off and running so uh it's so simple we're dumb thank you i did it we're dumb everyone go home take five and then then go home take five minute break and then go home don't go home right away because i have an announcement maybe later um so the announcement is why we're Uh, (laughs) uh because we get so caught up in stuff and stupid stuff. And that's, you know, not our fault sometimes. Like things just get in the way, like, you know, your car breaks down, your boss is annoying, he makes you wait five extra minutes even though he said you could go home. Um, You know, that kind of stuff. Uh, But the moment is now. It's right now. Um, So let's do a little exercise. (laughs) This is my podcast, I can do whatever I want. so, to help you be in the now, because some people might be like, "I am," it's right here. I'm, you know. It's always now, and it is that simple. But you, sometimes you don't feel it, and I don't feel it a lot, um, as much as I want to, at least. Uh, so, a little like trick that I know. It's just notice, th- like go through your senses and notice what. Uh, notice things about the senses so um, pick three things that you see right now okay so for me it's the phone it's these lights and it's my iPad cool and I'm thankful that I have a phone and an iPad and then what do you hear I hear a tiny buzz from the light I hear a lot of cars. And that's it, I think. So sometimes it's not three things, but try it on your own time. I promise it's way better than what just happened. (laughs) Just pick things, go through your senses. What do you feel? How do you feel in the chair? Like I feel the the chair go up mid back and then drop off, which is really annoying. Um, And then, but I'm using this this wall too, uh, for my stability or whatever. And I'm thankful for that. Um, yeah, it's also a vehicle to, to realize what you're thankful for and to realize what you have in this moment. Um, so yeah, uh, I think we're gonna do, uh, I don't know why I said I think, because I'm totally in charge and I'm about, I'm about to do it. So, um, another uh, movie review thing with Tommy. This one's Planes, Trains and Automobiles cuz it was just Thanksgiving and it's a Thanksgiving movie. Oh yeah, do you like my sweater? It has my name on it. Um, or sweatshirt. What is it? Crew neck. Crew neck sweatshirt. Um, but uh Yeah, Planes, Trains and Automobiles. I never saw it. I never saw it. So, I don't have like the It's also from the 80s. I like doing I don't know if I explained this before, but I like doing movies from way before. And I like the 80s in general, I guess, um, for movies. Uh, but I don't like to spoil movies, so that's why I don't do more current ones. So hopefully the 80s is a long enough time for you to see it, for, for you to see the movies. Um, but, uh, so I just, I, I don't know, I, like I don't do plot points exactly like i don't do like classic music movie reviews kind of thing it's kind of just tommy's take on the movies and what i like and dislike about it started watching it the night before thanksgiving which i think is perfect um and then and then i didn't finish it thank goodness um that was sarcasm i know you couldn't tell because i couldn't even tell um and then I waited two days and then the rental ran out, so I had to buy it again. Yes, that shouldn't be how it works. Uh, You should, how it should work is you get it like half off or something if you have to buy it within like a week or whatever, again, to finish watching it, Um, in my opinion. Or it should know like where you are and the thing doesn't run out until you're like, you know, at least like three quarters of the way through, I guess you could always rewind it and just keep it forever, but um, I don't know. There, there's gotta be a better way for that because 48 hours, that should be enough time, but it's not always enough time, especially during the holidays, um, annoying. But that Steve Martin, and um, uh, which I just talked about him in In, in Touch With Tommy 8, uh, which is funny, um, and I just edited that one, that's why it's funny to me. Um, and uh, John Candy, uh, which are two powerhouses, especially in the 80s. Um, so uh, S- Steve Martin, and in, in, I don't know if it's like technically the opening scene, but in the very beginning, um, he's running to catch a cab. And uh, and he just, he's overacting, which is, you know, like a product of the 80s kind of thing. Um, but uh, but it's still funny, like it's Steve Martin. He just makes things funny. Um, but I think this is peak John Candy uh, in this movie. And um, TJ T. J. Miller talks about um, how great he is in this movie. And also Uncle Buck. I don't know what year that was. I want to say 85-ish. But um, that's my favorite John Candy movie. I watched that one when I was uh, pretty little. Um, and John Hughes directed this one, which you usually think of him as uh, a younger kid kind of, um, movie, but he ripped it. Did he die? Cause he should still be making movies in my opinion, but, um, uh, he's so great. Like he just knows what's up. Um, I think he did die. Um, uh, he did Ferris Bueller's Day Off, um, and uh, and a bunch of you know, I think 16 Candles, um, Breakfast Club. I mean, it's just home runs all around. Uh, but Ferris Bueller's dad is in this one, and um, and the guy who says Bueller, that guy, um, is also in this movie for a short short time. Um, but the first shot of the movie is uh, a funky angle of a tall building, um, and I don't know why. I still don't know why. Um, I don't know if it's to make you feel uneasy at first, because it's like a corporate thing where Steve Martin's annoyed and wants to, um, get it, like, have this meeting go faster. So, I wonder if that's what it is. Um, I don't know, it's interesting. I'd, I'd like to ask John Hughes about it if he wasn't dead. Um, and then there's, a, <laughs> um, there's a, in that first scene, uh, to display that, um, <laughs> that Steve Martin's character needs to get on a plane, uh, during the meeting he looks at a, at a ticket and <laughs> it highlights the ticket of where it's going of where where he needs to go and when um and so that's super 80s and like doesn't trust the audience to see what's going on um and uh and i think there'd there'd be a different way to show that i mean a better way to show that nowadays hopefully um without using like fake things because that that stuff takes you out of it like stuff that's not real like that wouldn't happen in real life. It just takes you out of it. And everyone knows that the movie, but you want to pretend that you're watching, you know, or you're living through Steve Martin or whatever. Then shortly after that, Steve Martin and character uh, and John Candy's character finally meet. And, um, and it's like nice and good. And then the movie really comes alive when, cause Steve Martin's trying to keep it together cause John Candy is really annoying and um, uh but he's trying to keep it together be polite he's like you know it's only for a couple of hours i just want to get home let's deal with this for now and then finally uh steve martin gets fed up with everything because he because uh john Kennedy gets so annoying like he on the plane he takes off his socks and shoes like that's you know the obviously a trope for the worst thing they end up having to share a bed together and they John Candy smoking in bed and eating chips. But so finally, Steve Martin has enough of it. Steve Martin's character has enough of it. I'm just gonna call him Steve Martin because then you know, that's what he is. Uh, but uh, he finally um, speaks his mind and like says like, you know, you gotta shut up more or something like, you know. Um, and then uh, John Candy's character is so lovable. Like I said, he's so annoying but he's equally mount mal- as lovable. And that's like such an impossible balance to have as a character. It's really impressive. Um, and he he, uh, he, he does a speech about, John um, Candy does about, uh, after Steve Martin tells him off, he says, um, I like me, you know, I might, I, I might not, being the most aware human being or you know stuff like that um but he's like i like me and my wife likes me and um that's really cute uh and um (laughs) and then steve martin um (laughs) goes uh (laughs) he, he calls john candy a miracle Like, it's a miracle that you're a person. You're a miracle! (laughs) I think that's so good, dude. I love that. I forgot about that. I'm glad I forgot about that, because you could see how much I love that. Um, uh, Yeah, he just calls... It's brilliant. It's brilliant. He calls him a miracle. Like, usually a It's amazing when usually something you say is a compliment, but then it's actually... (laughs) That's so good. I love that. Okay. And, um, oh, while he's getting insulted, John Candy has this amazing. There's a shot on him while he's getting insulted, so he's not saying anything. And you could see the pain in his eyes. Dude, he's a good actor! Oh, frick, yeah. <sighs> he died too, man. That's such a bummer. He was fantastic. Um, John Candy has this uh, little mustache that's so terrible and totally adds to this character. And then um, speaking of facial hair, you know, I'm I'm really scruffy. This is the last day in November, so um, I'm going to trim it up so next week I'll look sexy again. You know, maybe some people think this looks sexy, but, um, you know, nothing's forever, so I'll be sexy again if you don't think I'm sexy now and I'll be unsexy again if you don't, if you think I'm sexy now. Something like that. Uh, You know what I'm saying. Um, (laughs) uh, And then John Candy and Steve Martin at the end, toward the end of the movie, they're like just about to be home and um, they find a hotel near. And I feel like I got to know them as people, not just actors in that scene. They seem so real, it's unbelievable. Like It's so not an 80s thing to have, like that scene. It does feel actually out of place. Um, It felt like they were, because they're in a hotel room eating chips, making jokes and having fun. It felt like they were on break from from production and they just started filming. Like it's just, it felt so real. And um, like I was thinking about Dumb and Dumber uh, had mostly the opposite dynamic of these two guys in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, because Dumb and Dumber are like friends most of the movie, and I think there's a conflict toward the end. Um, and I like that kind of tone better, because it's like less. And I know like conflict is king, you know, in in movies. Uh, But I I like people getting along. So I I like different kind of conflict, I think. So I like that they finally kind of became friends and they're like, you know, Steve Martin was like, one day I'll actually look back on this and laugh probably because there are so many bad things that happened to them. Um, And uh, and then he starts laughing and he's like, look, it's happening already. And it felt so real. Dude, he's good. And he overacts sometimes, you know, but um, but that's the, the 80s, and he he somehow transcended time and was like really real um, about about that part. Um, and they're just slap happy, dude. And it just like felt like I think they said even uh, it feels like we're at summer camp, and uh, and it really it really felt like that. Um, and then you know the end. If you saw the movie, you know. Um, guess if I cried? Yes, he did, multiple times. Um, so that's enough of that. Um, so this is this is interesting. Uh, <laughs> um, I I didn't have anything to talk about necessarily in therapy, which is a blessing. Um, so. I've been thinking about this a lot. I'm so bad with goodbyes and hellos. I don't know what it is necessarily. Um, and I certainly didn't know before yesterday. I just don't know how to say goodbye to people. I, I don't like beginnings and endings. We talked about this, I think, with Kleenexes um, <laughs> uh, a couple podcasts ago. Um, so. Uh, you know, hellos and goodbyes are beginning and ends, so um, I don't know how to, you know like, the fastest way to like say hello and to merge into each other's energy or whatever and like just get into hanging out or talking about whatever, and then I don't know how to break it off, like I wanna I want it to just be like, let's talk about, you know um, sandwiches or something, like course of food um let's talk about you know let's just talk about something and then uh let's just as soon as we're done talking just turn away from each other and leave like that's how it should be in my opinion i don't know how to do that i don't i know either people aren't aren't on board with that because they'd be like wait whoa uh you're talking about sandwiches i didn't i didn't sign up for this and uh and then they'd be like it's so rude he just turned around when he was done talking about sandwiches <laughs> um that's hilarious Uh, but yeah that's what I that's what I wish would happen um like I always want to like leave him with something nice or wrap it up like do a callback like oh you know mayo you later <laughs> you know something to some sort of sandwich reference to um to wrap it up at the end and um and so I, I don't know how to say goodbye. And um, even with the podcast, like I, I don't like beginnings. You know, I have this thing that I say every time so that I don't have to like do something every time. Like I did that fun thing and I like that. And that was like a fun, silly way to get into it. Um, but I don't like, like the beginning of it because I'm like, I'm just getting revved up. Like I want to be revved up. And then when I'm done, just cut it off. Um, <clears throat> uh, and then goodbyes, like I'm like, oh, like and subscribe, So um, that's annoying, and I don't know It's helpful to do, um, you know, keep in touch thing. Not yet. Don't 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 quit it yet. Um, uh, <laughs> just like like Pavlov's dog, like heard keep in touch so they just click it off um uh yeah so i don't know how to how to do how to do thank thank yous and goodbyes not thank yous and that's a good way to end it because you're like thank you for i do that a lot i try to find something that i'm thankful for in that conversation or what they did or whatever and that's a good way to like kind of feel like okay we could we're allowed to leave now i don't know what that's about me i i I need like a, like an out. Like in um, in writers rooms for TV shows and stuff, like you need a, like a reason to cut the scene. Like it needs to be their bombshell or, um, or like a funny thing. Like you end on a high note and then cut to the next scene. Um, and I feel like I need to do that every time I talk to someone. Uh, I like when I talk to people, like kind of peripherally, like when you're doing something, cause it's like, we could talk. And that's why um, baseball games or like, you know, something like that is great. Or like hiking or something. Um, activities are great for dates. Um, cause if, if you're not actively talking, uh, you're not just like sitting in front of each other, staring like, I don't know what to say, but I'm enjoying myself. Or like, I can't wait till this is over um uh so if you're hiking it's like well you know i gotta navigate these rocks real quick and then we could keep talking or we could just like keep doing keep walking and then eventually hopefully talk but um (laughs) this is a hike date no talking like baseball games like there's ample amount of time to talk and mostly nothing's happening and then um but there's always something happening. So you could just be watching, but if you think of something you could say something and then you could talk the whole game and not miss anything uh, usually, especially at a Pirates game. Um, but, so I brought this up to about goodbyes and stuff to my therapist and she said, um, so I, I wanna share this with you. Uh, well, First of all, um, another, another reason why I don't like uh, don't like goodbyes is i don't know if i should give a hug if i should tap them up um a man hug a fist bump a kiss you know um so but i especially don't I, like i think i'm a hugger because it just seems like a nice simple thing to do that's not like no one's ever going to be disappointed with a hug. Like if, if you just fist bump someone, they'll be like, okay, like, is it 2014? Um, uh, but, uh, but if you hug someone, it's like always kind of nice. Um, unless it's someone you hate, uh, but, uh, but I'm so afraid, um, I don't want to hug someone unless I know that you're comfortable enough to tell me that you don't feel like a hug right now. Because it's so terrifying to me to do something someone doesn't want, and especially when I'm in their personal space doing it, like that is the worst thing ever, in my opinion. Um, That is such a bad feeling to know that you did that to someone. I hate that, bro. So, um, so on a high note, we, I figured out, uh, some tips for saying goodbye. So if you want some actual practical tips, um, have something that you say, uh, all the time. So, uh, something that I did, I may have talked about this before. It's, It's crazy. I've done so many of these now that I don't remember what I said. So, um. Like, I've been doing this since 2016, so I may have even said it's, you know, then. But um, uh, I used to say, God bless, after, like, as a way to say goodbye um, for a while. And it started out, like, as a joke, kind of, and then it just, like, turned real because it's just what I always said. Um, And uh, (laughs) it's so funny to me. Um, So have, like, something you say, like, stay cool, or, you know, like, Th- don't do that, but um, you know, have something that you say every time so you know. Okay, when all else fails, I'll do this. Um, what's another one? Yeah, trying to th- trying to call something back is a good one. You could get like sillier. Like you could do. You, you remember when um, elbowing was like the thing during the pandemic? You could do that to like throw it back and be like, "Hey, remember?" And then they'd be like, "Yeah," and then do that um yeah just 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 have fun trying to have fun with it um if you're one of those people that overthink it like me um and uh but that being said if you could not do that that'd be good because i have more real advice for how to do um goodbyes so uh the first step is to be in the moment remember we talked about that we did at the beginning Um, so be in the moment, don't think too much about it, just let things happen. Um, and I, like, I need to be firm in who I am with what I want, because I was always, as she said, um, my therapist said, like playing on the defense, like I was reactive. Um, like I think of it as a cornerback and wide receiver, like they would make a move and then I would match that. But then if they don't make a move, then then I'm just standing there and it's awkward. So um, so I need to be firm in who I am. And I am I think with a girl, I'm a hugger. And then with a guy, I'm like this, and then the, the arm around, like that's my go-to. Um, uh, but yeah, so be in the moment and then, you know, be open to what they do but know that like, if nothing else, I'll do this. Um, and uh, also something I need to get better at is like, I don't, I think we talked about this last week maybe about how I'm all or nothing. Did I, Did we talk about this? I don't know, but I'm an all or nothing kind of person. So uh, when I think about hugging, um, I never think about side hugs. It's like, what do we, why are we even hugging if we're side hugging? Like let's just touch hips or you know <laughs> like bump, you know. I don't know, it's, it's very weird to me. Um but I wanna do that if that's what they're comfortable with. So, um and I and like as soon as I see an arm up, I think, okay, hug, and then I do like a real hug. And then I think sometimes people don't know that that's coming or something, even though I'm like, well, that's what you did, right? And they're like, no, you know, this conversation never really happened, but um, they're like, no, I was going for a side hug. And I'm like, oh, what's that? (laughs) Um, So I want to be firm in who I am. um, And, but knowing that also being the moment. Um, And then sometimes it's okay to ask, like, especially if it's a new person, you don't know. Like, Hey, what are you comfortable with? Do you, are you cool with, you know, um, I guess with guys, it's like more cool to do whatever, but, um, especially with women, you want to be sensitive to what, uh, they want. Um, and then, uh, she, she was, she was like, worst case scenario, like they, they wince if you try to hug them or something. And I was in a really good mood yesterday and I am today, but, um. Uh, I just, like, laughed really hard. Like, that is the worst thing I could even think of. Um, like, if they, if I, like, go like this, and then they go... <laughs> 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 oh, my gosh, that's terrifying! And then she's like, no, 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 that's, like, worst-case scenario. Um, and she's like, it's not personal. It's, like, more about them than it... I was like, no, it's not. And, you know, it is to some extent, maybe, but it is about you. Like if you go for a hug and they say, (laughs) that's the worst dude. Oh, I can't even imagine. That's so bad. Um, (laughs) uh, and, and something. So kind of, all right, we, we've moved on from that. We finished those tips. Um, (laughs) uh for for decision making um like this is like knowing who i am um i want to be better at at uh decision making because a lot of times i just like kind of let things happen i try to go with the flow um but it's like i don't know if this makes sense to people but it's like stopping the flow because you're not making a decision you're you know, like you're kind of stuck in the mud or I don't know if that makes sense to people, but, um, you can't flow if you don't make a decision. It's like, there's two things you could go and um, there's more like a thousand, but, um, but if you're like, Oh, I'll just go with the flow. And then once you get to the fork in the road or whatever, forks, um, you'll just stop there. And, uh, and so if you make a decision, um, then you are actually in the flow. So if you make a decision to go this way and then at least you're doing something and then, um, and then uh, you could also always change your mind. And I don't think of it like that usually because I'm an all, all or nothing person. So I just, even if I, that is like may probably the wrong decision, I'll keep going with that just because that's what I picked already. Um, so for decision making, I need to be more decisive and then also just as much open to switching lanes whenever I see fit. Um, because that, that could get you into trouble is like being that stubbornness. Um, uh, and it's okay to follow your heart, um, even when it doesn't make sense. I think you know, a lot of people will probably disagree with that. Um, but uh, there's a lot of things that um, your heart knows that your you senses don't, if that makes sense. Um, I know that doesn't really make sense, but um, to like logical people, obviously, because they're like, making sense makes sense. But um, but I, I read this thing or heard this thing, whatever. I always say read when I don't know where it's from because it sounds cooler or smarter or whatever. I read about how people on their deathbed, they, they asked people uh, what you know advice they had. And a lot of people said, don't do things because they make sense. Like do what you love, do what you want. Um, and I'm great at that because I'm living in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina for no reason. So that doesn't make any sense really. Uh, and, but I guess this is where my heart is. <laughs> Um, yeah maybe I need to know what my heart says uh, but as far as I know my heart says stay right here for now Uh, and it I think it's saying hey you're gonna leave soon at some point but this is where we are right now Um, so uh, yeah so that like I said about that thing about um, stubbornness and stuff because like uh, stubbornness is so ugly like sometimes it's good um to be you know steadfast in what you believe uh but there, you have to be but if there's new information you have to be like okay let me reassess and i don't do that enough i need to be more okay oh yes now that i know this i'm gonna go this way um yeah so i i I don't like the all or nothingness in me as much. I need to be more balanced. And I do like the all or nothingness to some extent in some instances, but not all the time, which is what it is, like all or nothing. I don't wanna be all or nothing, all or nothing. I wanna be sometimes all or nothing, which is contradictory, which makes it fun. Um, And just because you change your mind, it doesn't change who you are as a person. Does that make sense? I think that's my core problem of it, is that I don't wanna, um, like, if I if I do change course, that's me admitting I didn't know I was wrong from the beginning, and that bothers me, because I wanna be right about stuff. You know? I don't like that. <laughs> um, but, It doesn't, that doesn't change UI. Like, I I know I talked about this before, but um, Richard Grohr talks about how there's a false self and true self. And your your false self is like your ego, if that's how you wanna look at it. Like, um, it's just choices that you made. So like, um, uh, I'm Tommy, I like burgers, Uh, of course food. Um, I'm from Pittsburgh, I'm tall, I have long hair those are my false self and, but who I really am inside that is void of circumstance. Um, that's your true self. And so just because you made a decision, uh, the wrong decision or the stubborn decision, then that doesn't mean that you're, that you're, who you are inside isn't real or right or the same, you know? something else that I heard about before, but kind of clicked in therapy was, um, if you don't like overthinking things, just don't. And I know that sounds kind of insensitive to people who are like really in it about, um, overthinking, but, uh, but it's not, it's not that it's, it's empowering, hopefully, uh, because you're in charge of your brain, like who you are, like your brain just works for you. And I'm pointing my chest, like, I don't know, that's where like the core of you is physically. So I just, you know, that's the core of you to me in the spiritual sense or whatever. So, um, so your brain works for you. You tell your brain, hey, I don't like that. You're allowed to do that. And I know it's weird because it seems like one thing, but it's not. Hey brain, you work for me. Another thing I really like uh, recently is the perhaps uh, theory. I don't know if it's a theory, uh, philosophy. I think it's perhaps philosophy. Um, and I don't think that's a real thing, but I'm you know, just deeming it, that's what it is. Uh, so it's, you don't know what is a good thing or not? That's basically what perhaps is. So, the the story goes um, uh, to to illustrate this point, um, and you could make up. It doesn't matter what it is. This isn't the actual story that is like documented or whatever. But so a farmer, um, you know, digs up gold, and he's now like a millionaire. So people, you know, his friends would be like. Oh, that's so great that you, that you got all this money, and then he just says perhaps, and then so he he buys a mansion, and um, you know whatever, and uh, and then the the house burns down, and then um, you know oh that's that's so bad that that happened to you. I'm so sorry that that your house burned down, and he just says. Perhaps, perhaps it's bad. And then, so he moves to like a more modest place in a town, whatever. um, And he meets, you know, the love of his his life. And then, you know, someone would say, oh, that's so great, you met your wife. And then he says, perhaps. And then, and then she kills him. (laughs) Um, So you don't know what is good and what is bad, ultimately. There's no, there's no point in putting a value judgment on things in your life. It should just be, this is happening, okay, I'm observing it. Okay, okay, I understand what's happening. And just like, be in the now and just enjoy, I mean, I guess it's putting a value judgment, but enjoy as much as you can of it, of as much as you can of it all the time. Um, Because you don't know what's good and you don't know what's bad. Even if it's, like that's what I'm saying, even if it's bad, it could lead to something way better than you could even imagine. So just think about perhaps. And don't get, don't get, don't ride the wave too hard in the good sense either because that's a perhaps too because it could lead to a steep valley in your life. Um, So I'm trying to have that perspective more of, being like stoic, if, if that makes sense. Um, something, something else I really like, uh, is fail faster. I may have even talked about this before cause it's something I've for learned and then forgot. Um, it's like, it, that's all. That's really what I said before about decision-making. You can't be in the flow if you're stuck in the mud in, in the river if you go the wrong way, at least, you know, that's the wrong way now. And then, so fail faster and then realize you have to go that way. Um, So yeah, just fail faster. I already talked about it. I didn't even realize it. Um, I didn't think I was allowed to make a good thumbnail for YouTube. Um, (laughs) Because like, I just always thought that was like, for professionals or something. But Tommy, buddy, what do you think you are? You work 90% of your awake time. Like if anyone's allowed to make a thumbnail, you're allowed to. You're allowed to do whatever you want. Um, But there's also a thing of like, um, I don't like that you could use, use a picture that's not actually in the video I don't know why that bothers me, but it's like, feels like it's cheating or something. Um, and also most thumbnails are bad. So I didn't want to make something that everyone makes and it's terrible. Um, uh, anyways, I think my thumbnails are fun and um, cool, but mostly because it's like a compilation of what I talk about and what I like. And like I said, I'm thankful. And it was Thanksgiving this past week. And, uh, and I don't, I don't often feel thankful. So, um, especially like during Thanksgiving, usually, cause it's forced upon you. Like sometimes it creeps up and you're like, Oh, it's Thanksgiving already. And, and then you're like not ready. And you seem like you, you feel like it, you're forced to feel thankful cause like that's what the whole thing's about or whatever. Um, but I do feel thankful and um, that's what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful that I'm thankful. Uh, cause I don't, I just don't always feel that. Um, and also this, this Thanksgiving, I think, I, yeah, I recorded it on Wednesday. So the day before Thanksgiving, um, and it was like the perfect Thanksgiving. Don't tell my parents, but um, it was, the best thanksgiving I've had in a long time since like the house that I grew up in probably um, cuz the past few years we've had smaller thanksgiving's um as a family and um and we used to have like a bunch of cousins over and stuff and that was fun cuz it was like a big, you know, happening. Uh it's just been quieter lately and uh I ob- obviously like all my family they they all listen to this. Um uh And I like the food that we make there and not degrading anything about my family. But, um, this just happened to be such a good Thanksgiving. Um, again, not degrading. (laughs) Just because this one's awesome doesn't mean the other ones weren't great too. Oh, is he here already? Oh, he's here. But this Thanksgiving was particularly good. It was just, it checked all the boxes. It had a bunch of people there. Uh, We played football, huge. We watched football, huge. Uh, The food was great. Uh, They had a bunch of hors d'oeuvres beforehand and those were great. Um, It was just a home run. Um, What else? Oh, it was like, there were kids there, they were playing and we were playing together. Um, I just love, it was just perfect. What up, hey, sorry. Uh, this is Tommy one day in the future from when you saw me last in this video. Um, it's still me, don't worry. Uh, I know I have different stuff on. I think this is the first time I'm wearing a hat, possibly. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, it doesn't matter. Is this thing on? Uh, (laughs) I don't know. I guess I just got really hyper as soon as I got on. Um, a lot has changed and a lot has happened in the 24 hours that I haven't been here. The the audio got messed up at the end of yesterday's, um, but that's okay, because I'm here now. Um, little bit of a pain in the butt, but you know, that's how it goes. Um, technical difficulties are difficult, thus the saying. Through a series of weird circumstances, I got to stay one night for free at a Ocean View condo on the f- 12th floor. Uh, shout out to Dominion TV. Um, they rented a room and it was unoccupied for that night. So they allowed me to stay there. Awesome, love it. Um, so thankful that they're that generous with it. Um, and so so to tell that story fully, um, what I forgot to say yesterday actually worked out somehow through divine you know, love. Uh, (laughs) That uh, I I think I told you I bought nail clippers um, and that was important to me uh, and a big step which you know most people would be like okay I bought nail clippers now you know now I have better nail clippers most likely so uh, I got them and I finally used them yesterday morning and um, and it was the first time it was like kind of reclaiming my independence in a way uh and did they look bad, you know? They look bad because I haven't done it in years and years and years. And when I did do it, I was really bad. So, I'm not going to get better by not doing it for so long. Um I'm really glad to be back with you guys already. I can't believe I have something to say already cuz sometimes it feels like some weeks I don't have anything to say even though it's been a whole week and now it's been, you know, 24 over a little bit over 24 hours yeah it's uh it's 150 usually get it's 150 in the afternoon so a little bit after midday early afternoon you know other synonyms for 150 uh uh i'm just so right i don't know why um i think because i've been having things go 100 miles an hour i have i feel like i have to do this to Um, to match my speed and energy. Um, so I cut my toenails and, uh, and through doing through the condo thing, the condo is part of a bigger hotel. Confusing doesn't make sense to me, but, uh, maybe it is a normal thing. Uh, but it's this place called the dunes, I believe. Uh, in Myrtle Beach and it has the only indoor water park in Myrtle Beach and calling it a water water park is a little bit generous because it's literally just two slides and like kiddie things and then hot tubs and stuff not tubs, like in ground, hot whatevers um, and, uh, but the two slides that are there are banging and there's kinda two, there's one more kiddie one and then one more more adult one but it's still a water slide park so it's not really adult it's like 18 is like the max i feel like uh and then what was i gonna say uh so the first day that i had my ugly toenails out um my toenails cut by moi is uh i actually got to show them off and like you know i didn't I wasn't like, hey guys, hey kids, do you wanna see the first time that I cut my toenails? Is that interesting to you? Um, (laughs) Thankfully, I went later in the day. It was like 8 p.m. ish. And it was open to 11, which is crazy. But uh, there was like not a lot of people there, which is good, because I didn't want to be like the weird guy there alone, um, which I was, but there wasn't as many people there to be weirded out by me um so i i want like i had a good time the water slides were banging like i said um and i didn't even have to stay there like there's no security or like hey you know what's your room number and nothing it was like just walk in and get going so i'm gonna remember that in the future if i ever want to do that and it's the off season so maybe that's part of it but um But if you if any of my friends want to come and visit and do a water park with two slides that are banging. um, Yeah, could hit me up? Um, What was I saying that for? Oh, it's just it's just a crazy coincidence that and you know, there's no coincidences or whatever. But um, that uh, (laughs) this is going to be like a full length podcast. Apparently, I'm really proud of my toenails, even though they look bad. Like, I'm just, you know, I'll put a picture here up. Obviously, no, I won't do that. That's gross. Um, but, uh, but yeah, like, they look not good, but I'm proud of them. And uh, it was cool that, like, through really weird circumstances, I got to show them off uh, in, a, in an indoor water park in Myrtle Beach. Um, and and then I got to stay at the hotel in... I wanted to make sure I made the most out of it because, like, how often do you get a free, let alone any time, at a uh, at a you know ocean view condo, so or you know hotel in general, and so I wanted to make the most of it. And so by doing, by trying to do that, I did uh, water park, and then I woke up for the sunrise, and it was so cool, dude, like the bed you could see the ocean from the bed and because of like blinds were open and uh and when i woke up i set an alarm so i could wake up for it and when i woke up the there was like an orange you know the horizon was already orange and it was like that up until it arose and i'll put a picture up of it here and it was looked so cool uh, and then it, obviously the sun finally came up. Um, and I just thankful for that experience. Um, and it, I would have felt weird not saying it because it just happened. And it tied into the toenail thing um, from a while ago. Uh, but yeah, I reclaimed my independence that way. Um, so one of the things that got cut off yesterday because of audio issues Um, uh, my new friend that I talked about uh, that came to church and then we went to to watch football and then Waffle House and then Krispy Kreme Um, I forgot to mention that uh, he last week or whatever it was um, he saw a picture of me with my ex and and he was like oh you look so happy (laughs) and I was like hurts Um, but no I was actually glad that he that he said i looked happy um i hope he meant both of us looked happy um but yeah so that's a, i th- just thought that was funny um and then isn't it great when you get caught doing the right thing like that's the best i love like you don't do it for to get caught you know or whatever but um but you do the, so often you do the right thing and you're like you know, can I get some credit for this? Like, if you slow down at a yellow light, you're like, I'm really cool, right? I follow the rules. Everyone's safe because of me. Um, you want, you want to, you want like a secret cop or undercover cop or something um, watching you and be like, I have faith in humanity again, thanks to you. Um, so that happened two nights ago now. Should have been last night, but on your technical difficulties made it. Two nights ago now. But uh, my roommate Scott has been uh, asked me to put the fan on when I shower so that it's better ventilated. Totally like a normal thing to ask and should have been doing that anyway. But, um, But I don't like the noise of it. It's not loud, like volume wise, but I don't like the extra hum. It just, I don't know. I I think I'm more sensitive to sound than most people and not like, and yeah, I don't like loud loud sounds either. Um, I think that's why I don't like concerts as much, unless it's someone I absolutely love. So um, I've been really good about, I'm good at taking notes, dude. Uh, When someone tells me something, I, you know, I follow the rules. Cause before, you know, I might not have known the rules or was doing it my way. And then if they like it this way better, I'm a good note taker. I'm gonna take that note, implement it and be good at it. Um, so this is one of those things. So he, I was showering with the fan on um, and he wasn't even home. And then uh, I also opened the door for more ventilation. So I was like, A And uh, he didn't say anything, but um, but like, I heard him come home and I was like, yes, dude, I got caught doing the right thing. Um, did a little naked dance in there. Not really, but um just wanted to paint a good picture for you. Um, uh, a non-steamy dance, because it was all well-ventilated. Uh, yeah, it's just nice to get caught doing the right thing. Um, I love this quote, I'm gonna leave, leave you guys with this. Uh, I don't know exactly what the quote is, um but i remembered that uh the the thing is uh is from dr seuss uh be who you are because those who mind don't matter and those who matter (laughs) don't mind so let me say that again because it was slow and discombobulated um (laughs) rarely are you combobulated Uh, um, so be who you are because those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind. Um, so that's hearkening back to the thing where I said, you need to be who you are and I need to know who I am. Um, like when I was saying goodbye and stuff, uh, I actually had two instances where I said goodbye and I killed it dude today. Um, (laughs) I killed it being a good buyer. Uh, I went to a coffee shop because it was really close. It's um, uh, a coffee shop that I like, but it's far away. So um, the condo happened to be by that coffee shop. So I went there um, and uh, oh, I was actually Beach Hippie, if you know, if you know, you know, um, and, uh, and they all know me and like me there. So, um, it felt nice to say goodbye. So when I was ready to leave, I was like, goodbye, everyone. Thank you. And they were all like, uh, and you know, it wasn't anything crazy, but you know, I did it and it felt good and everyone reciprocated, um, which was really nice. And, uh, and then I talked to this guy who I never talked before. I had to give him boxes and he owns like some boat, something. So he's kind of like a big wig as far as I know, uh, and. I was giving him eight boxes, eight huge boxes. He's like, oh, I don't know if I could fit all of these cause I have, I already have four boxes in here and two boxes of champagne. I was like, oh shoot. Uh, and then he asked me like, uh, how, how long you've been working for Tom? And I was like, oh, I actually don't really work for him. He's just generous with his office for some reason. So I help him out whenever I can. And, uh, and so, so he's like, oh, like what do you do or, or whatever? And I was like, I'm a freelancer. I'm a hooker kind of thing. And, uh, <laughs> just casually. And, uh, and he was like, oh yeah, you got to go to Savannah. Cause everyone knows everything. Um, so they have advice for you. Uh, so you gotta go to Savannah. I went to the boat to them, like a thousand dollars a day to the walking dead, whatever's, um, and I was like, yeah, I just don't know what I want to do exactly right now. So once I know that I'll make a move blah, 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 and, um, and then uh, and then he was like, all right, well, you know, good luck, whatever. And I was like, yeah, enjoy your champagne. And he was like, will do. Boom, that's exactly what you should do. A callback, like I said before, a callback, it was like easy breezy, everyone knew it was getting cut off, and that was it. And, uh, and then he shut his door, and I walked in back to the office. Um, so that was a killer. And we didn't, we didn't do any, it was, it was understood. We weren't going to do any, you know, social exchange. He was already like walking away. I guess he had like a time frame to leave there. Um, so he, but it wasn't rude at all. It was like, you know, and, uh, (laughs) that was him working toward his goodbye. Uh, and, uh, and we shook hands. Uh, at first, so it was like, okay, we already, you know, introduced each other or whatever. Um, uh, anyway, so um, I'm good at I'm good at taking notes, dude. I took my own notes. Um, well, it was like kind of my therapist notes, but um, yeah. So thank you guys so much for walking walking with me. We kind of we're kind of just on a walk together. Uh, for all I know, you're walking listening to this. You know, on a crisp fall day, I guess by this time it will be January uh, or February. So it might be a brisk, um, brisk winter day that you're taking a walk. Um, that's if you listen to it right when it comes out. So maybe, you know, it'll be summertime uh, taking a nice hot walk uh, uh, if you're six months late or a year and a half late or two and a half years late, <laughs> just keep going. Uh, <laughs> so and you're not late you're always on time don't worry about it um but even if you're two years in the future like and subscribe comment give virtual kisses you know i don't know if they do that in the future um i'm hoping they do uh that'll give it another metric to how i'm doing um so yeah uh i hope you're you and your dog are walking nice right now and uh Tell Lane I said hi. (laughs) I don't know where that came from. Um, But if someone has a friend named Lane and they're walking their dog, they're going to be freaking freaked out. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Thank you very much. I love you so much. And what do I say? Keep in touch with me. Yeah. And I hope this made you think.